All right, what's up, everybody? The Performance Academy back at you. Josh what's, here. What's up? It's Zach. And we're staying on schedule, eh? That's good. It was two weeks ago, right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it was two weeks ago. Even though the last one hasn't posted on multiple things, and I blame that on Josh. I thought it was up on uh, iTunes, is it not? I think it's on iTunes, but it's definitely not on YouTube, and it might be on on uh, on Spotify. Hmm. But whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll figure it out later. Our FBI uh, agent can find it at iTunes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're staying on schedule. Last one we did was two weeks ago, and that's what we're shooting for. Um, TBH, we didn't prepare that much for this one. I've been on vacation. I just got back yesterday from Big Bear, so I'll talk a little bit about that. This kid nearly broke his neck twice in like two in, days. In, two, in, in two different days, so <laughs> that's pretty wild. Um, Good times. So I guess we'll, like like we normally do, we'll just talk about our fitness. Would you like to start? Um, kind of talked about it a little bit. Sure. But. I was doing my, <laughs> my I was doing my backyard workouts here in quarantine, going pretty well. Uh, I was gaining weight. I'm actually at 164, 165 right now, so that's pretty nice. Um, but then I stopped working out this whole last week because on Saturday I went to do a bicycle kick playing volleyball, and like I had to re- <laughs> I had to reach for the ball because it was kind of far from me. So I reached out with my foot while in midair, and I was stretching out. And because of that, I came down straight on my back. And like, I was I was standing right there. You landed so hard. I landed like, pretty, flat. I landed pretty tough. And yeah. I could immediately tell you were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I was. was like, I was not like happy, happy camper. I maximized the surface area that I could hit the ground with. Yeah. You know, like, I went completely, yeah. 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 Um, and then the next day, I went to the bay, and then I... Uh, was that before or after we went to her house? Um, it must have been before, right? No. Because it was the next day we went over to... No, the, uh, we, went to the, we went to the play volleyball, and then we went to her house that night. That, like, after, right after that, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then, so the next right. day, I went... The Duffy boat was the day before. I got oh, my yeah, I right. got my timeline mixed yeah, up. That's right. Huh? And then the next day I went and dove into the bay and smacked my head on the sand, chipped my tooth, and <laughs> started bleeding out of the top of my head a little bit. So my neck got a little stiffer from that. So this whole last week I just kind of playing it low key. So I haven't really worked out. A little shot. <laughs> yeah, a little shot. So I'm feeling good today. I might do jujitsu tomorrow. I'm not sure. We'll see. <laughs> okay. That's my yeah. fitness. <laughs> but yeah, tell me tell me what you were kind of what your plan is going into the future. Into uh, the future. Okay. Well, I'm planning on getting back on my resistance training program for four times a week up until I finish school for sure. So it's middle of August, and then I and I might start slowly incorporating swimming as well, um, and then from there I'll kind of uh, figure it out and see what's going what, what on. The, um, what was it a six month thing or? Yeah, it? I was thinking about doing a six month uh, naval special warfare prep training program, um, but like I said, I'm gonna once I finish school and two weeks that's when i'm gonna figure out like the whole training approach but like right now i gotta be this week if i could i, m- I might start incorporating some swimming just for one because i need to start doing some cardio because i haven't been doing any but two also you know like specificity and you have to do a lot of swimming and running so i better start doing that the sooner the better you know so yeah failing to or failing to prepare is prepare is preparing to, to fail, fail. yeah so that's the same so um yeah. so that six month program whatever it is um is it made by the military? Like, hey, this yeah, is what is. you should do yeah. to follow. It's made by, and, I guess, guys in the SEAL community. So, ah, uh, gotcha. That's yeah. interesting. So, should be pretty cool. Should okay. be challenging, but a nice little change and whatnot. You know, looking forward to it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so me personally, uh, I've just been my tr- doing my triathlon training like normal. Um, I got my first uh, month block of training done, where I was, you know, I was doing, I was trying to do all three cycling, running, swimming, 
predominantly cycling because that's just what I've been enjoying um, a lot more. And then lifting, but mainly just for not heavy, just uh, just for joints and making sure everything's strong. And uh, then last week I went to Big Bear. I did like one run when I was there, but I was just so active the whole time. Like I always go by my Whoop strap. If you don't know about Whoop, it's really cool. Track your your recovery and your uh, what they call strain. Basically, it's just your heart rate elevated for a certain period of time, and you know, like you get the different stages, it increases your strain more or less. And uh, I couldn't tell you the ins and outs of it, but it's it's really cool. So I mean, I was just so active, like almost every day. Uh, I, you know, I was like hiking, we went golfing, we did uh, some jet skis, we did uh, some mountain biking. So I I was just so active that most of the time, you know, popping another cold one. Yeah. <laughs> you said you only do one, dude. I know, but uh, just okay. one more. Just one, just one more. Um, so yeah, I didn't really train much last week, but but for that one run I did, I was telling Josh before we started recording. Um, normally I'll run like three, four miles at like a eight thirty nine minute pace or so. You know, that's at sea level, flat. Up there, it's, you know, altitude, what is it, 6,000 feet or something? And then, uh, you know, some hills, we're up in the Moon Ridge, if you're familiar with that. Uh, So some hills up and down. And I did two miles, and I did it like 11.10 pace. So altitude's a bitch, you know? (laughs) Uh, I was, yeah, I was saying, I'm really glad, I was about to bring my bike, but I was like, nah, I don't really need to. So... I'm 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 th- I'm thankful I didn't because uh, that mentally would have probably fucked with me a lot where my performance was so low compared to what I do down here that it kind of maybe would have fucked me. I already know I'm bad at running, so it was just kind of like whatever. Um, mentally, I just like did it and got it done with. But uh, yeah, that was that. So now I'm going into like second month of training. I got to figure out the programming. I think I'm gonna decrease the uh, the weightlifting a little bit. And work more on aerobic capacity. How many days a week were you lifting? Uh, two to three. So what do you do? Just two? Or do you think... One or two, maybe. And mainly work on aerobic capacity. Because I was, I was doing some research on how I should... Because uh, I, I know how to program, obviously. But this is a little bit different kind of programming than I'm used to. And I want to make sure like I'm doing it properly and not like overdoing it necessarily or just doing the wrong things yeah i know i gotta do a lot of cardio but it's just like how do i go about doing that and so uh it was a lot they recommended a lot more like intervals and um shorter cardio sessions and some and some lifting uh like four weeks out or sorry four months out that was the first training block what they were from what i could research um block two month two is a lot more aerobic capacity and um, just getting maxing that out as much as possible, mm. and then also working on strength a little bit is what they recommend. So I think I might on those days that I do lift, go on a little bit heavier, and um, but decrease the volume on that. So Maybe one to two days a week, and then work on longer distances with my swimming and also my running. So block two is aerobic capacity. Yeah. Here I have it written down. Because isn't it like like you know aerobic base? Yeah, like that's what you want. Well, yeah, like aerobic base, aerobic capacity. Like, um, like I, I always go by this. I, I, I use so the different athletic performance things. I like to use this. So I don't know. Um, I always, I always say like aerobic capacity, like aerobic base. Yeah. I don't know, the same. So wouldn't that like I would guess that'd be block one though. 
Um, here I have a, I have it written down. I Not that it doesn't work, but it's just like I usually think it's like that's the base, you know, because then it sets you up, yourself up to like tolerate more work in general later too. Um, well, I mean, that that is a train of thought. I was thinking more, to, to start off with, to do more, like, intervals and work on, um, like, lactate threshold training. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's going to be shorter shorter workouts with longer rest periods higher and higher intensity yeah. um, work, work intervals. And then slowly wean off that because you're not going to be doing that. You're not going to be working at a super high capacity. During a triathlon, Crazy. it's going to be slow and steady, you know. Yeah. Um, so slowly wean so off. So try to get more specific. Y yeah, and then in the coming months here, one second, I have it somewhere in my drive. In the in the coming months, yeah, I'm gonna get much more race specific. Uh, Specificity, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like transition, like uh, yeah, the prep phase is my first month, and Fantastic. then um, uh month two the base phase which is yeah improving aerobic capacity and improving strength um so what's then, your rep ranges when you're lifting is it like uh when i was doing so the last training block it was just anywhere from like 8 to 15 mm. just in that medium kind of range a little bit higher more like 10 to 15 really um and a lot of like unilateral stuff yeah a lot of unilateral stuff that's a big um, key i feel like especially for the lower body especially, a lot of core work. I was doing a lot of like planks, farmer carries, pal-off presses, uh, rack carries, overhead carries, all that shit. Um, and a lot of low back stuff too, especially, that's really important for my for my cycling. Because I notice when I'm on the bike for a long period of time, my my low back starts to really uh, ache. Dude, I'm still Just, doing reverse hypers like here, like mm -hmm, the, ghetto, the ones. ghetto ones. I'm yeah. still doing them, dude. Like I feel like they, like, they, I think they might just be a staple. Like even if I don't do them twice or three times, but I might always just do them once per week, dude. Because like they really, yeah. If you're unfamiliar with the reverse hyper, why don't you explain it? Well, shit. Uh, all right. Well, instead of like putting like compression on your spine, like say like a squat or a deadlift, where there's like you know weight, like loading on like the ac on your axial um, skeleton, like so your spine. Um, so instead, you're, it's called traction. So you're kind of pulling the uh, the discs apart. So you're kind of like relieving pressure. Um, and just, I guess, stretching out the spine. So it really helps, you know, like, um, yeah, like, yeah, alleviate it's, back pain. And it's good, like, uh, but your prehab but, as well. Prehab. And then also, you're not just, it's not just decompression, like, um, like a inversion table or like hanging from a pull up bar. You're also strengthening your posterior chain while you're doing it, too, which is, um, it's a very unique piece of equipment. Shout out Louis Simmons. Yeah. Westside Barbell. Um, he patents the design for it. Uh, he was going to have low back surgery because of lifting. He was a power lifter back in the day. And he was going to have surgery because he had uh, fucking herniated discs, all kinds of he shit. broke his back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he's one of those old meathead types. You know, yeah, just, yeah. But, but yeah. He's, he's smart. Like he, uh, he understands biomechanics and whatnot. Because a meathead probably just would have went and gotten surgery and then, you know. Yeah, he, he's he like bro meathead smart. Because like, he's yeah. not like exercise science per se, but like he does have like a. I wonder if he has an educational background. He might, but like he does know. have some sort of obviously like, like he does have he is yeah he is educated, but like it's not like a like a formal yeah. education. Yeah, necessarily. the guy, the guy knows the guy knows stuff, you know. And I think that's just um. I think that's just from putting in his time in the gym, honestly, because yeah, I looked up. 
education. There's nothing. <laughs> but yeah, um, the reverse hyper is just kind of one of those exercises. It's almost like a face pull type thing. You know, it's just one of those exercises that kind of like makes a difference. You know, like, anyone can benefit. from Yeah, it. you really, you e- really do even if you're not a power lifter and you're put not putting a ton of compression on your spine, it can just be good for like um, someone that sits a lot at their job or yeah. whatever. And, you know, you don't think about it, but that puts a lot of compression, especially if, if you have poor posture, which most people, people do. That puts a lot of compression on your spine and um, if you're sitting for a long period of time because it's not the super loaded forces of, like, a squat. Like, if you're doing, like, a seven, 800-pound squat for, like, whatever, 15, 20 seconds, but it's, like, the hours and hours of time yeah. with the shitty posture that puts compression on your disc and causes low back pain. Um, I would bet most people don't even train their low back too, and if they do, it's no, very little. So. No, no, um, you know, some people might do some planks here and there or whatever. Um, but yeah, the reverse hyper is very unique. If you most most gyms don't have, well, most gyms aren't even open right now. So, but uh, but most gyms don't. I'm, that, I'm glad the Y got one. Yeah, I, that was our one good like, contribution to the YMCA. That yeah, that was uh, <laughs> I I pressed Irby hard for that. Yeah. And we got it. And I think they're actually going to move that to the turf outside. Oh, yeah? So people will be able to use it. Yeah. Because it's inside. It's inside right now. Yeah, because remember I told you like, I got kind of Irby on, on it again? Yeah, he, he's been talking to me about it. Yeah, actually, when Has I went... He? Yeah. Yeah, when I went over the yesterday to talk to him about the new turf setup, whatever, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I think we're going to move the reverse hyper out here because I love using it. I was like, bet. <laughs> See, there we go. There we I, go. I, that's something I love to hear, you know? It's you like, love to hear it. Yes, dude. Um... So yeah, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh yeah, my training. Uh, so yeah, reverse hyper for lower back or the 45 degree back raise or even bird dogs. Um, and then I would also do like a lot of mobility and stretching, especially for my hips because I, before I literally learned about mobility and like the joint by joint theory, I didn't do any kind of hip mobility work and I, my shit was so tight. Um, but then I got a so right and I learned about Squat University, shout out to him. On all the different banded um, distractions, hip distraction and uh, hip stretches using bands to help um, create more tension to pull on the muscle to really help it elongate. So I've been doing a lot of that. And then um, um, some like Tabatas, you know, uh, anaerobic capacity. So a lot of that I'm going to be dropping. I'm going to still stay up with the mobility work. Probably not as much anaerobic capacity work lifting the rep ranges are probably going to go down um and uh core work i don't know quite yet because the days i am lifting it's going to be heavy and that's a lot of core oh i haven't been doing any core actually you no 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 (laughs) okay that's that's that's, if you don't know uh, Josh loves to do his core isolation work. Um, uh, yeah, so we're kind of just we're kind of yeah. kind of just switching. Because uh, I I normally I do very little core isolation because I would do a lot of barbell work and I would do a lot of kettlebell work. So I was like, why the fuck am I doing you know crunches or whatever? Like that's kind of funny, dude. Like I used to be all about it. Yeah. Once like 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 don't get me wrong. If I if I want to train for aesthetics and whatnot, like I really care that much. I would do it, you know. But like. Honestly, like if you have a low enough body fat percentage and whatnot, like you're using your core and all the, all the other exercises, like it's not 100. Like you know, any compound movement, yeah. any squat, hip hinge, clean snatch, uh, fucking row, yeah, bent over row, um, all of them engage your core. 
and strengthen it. Uh, yeah, it's just if you want the aesthetics, you really yeah. gotta do like the uh, the oblique work and the and the rectus abdominis work yeah. to really make it pop. But I'm not even worried about it because like I'm trying to get my body fat percentage up actually because like regardless if it was right or not, like you know, bioelectrical impedance and the hydrostatic weighing, I was both at five percent. You know, and like either way, like, I was like weighing right five percent. Yeah, I was at four point nine percent. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, I was at like eleven or twelve, yeah. I think. So needless to say, like like that, you know, like for aesthetics purposes, that's cool and all, but like for his like endurance and like it doesn't swimming, help you. It, yeah, it's it's actually counterproductive. So like I'm trying to you know if I can get up to like eight or ten, then that's like I'd prefer that actually now. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I, there's no need for me to really do it. Yeah, when you tell people you're trying to put on body body fat, they're probably like, "Fuck this." They're probably like, what? Yeah. yeah, but like honestly, I am. <laughs> like, I am because at a, there's a point of diminishing returns with the body fat percentage being so low. Yeah. I remember Isertal talking about this one time. He's like, mm-hmm. it's not super beneficial being just leaned the fuck out constantly. No. Um. You you want some body fat? Uh. You know, I can't remember exactly his well, reasons. Well, ties into yeah. hormones as well. Y- yeah, hormones yeah. and like performance, yeah. endurance. Yeah, because yeah. cholesterol is um is is a it's not a um is it a carrier or a receptor for uh, yeah, a lot that, of that's where I'm not sure. All I know is that a lot of body <laughs> fat percentage has a detrimental effect on performance. At, what are the in certain, in certain there's things. peptides? There's um fuck. I wish I could remember this. Uh, <laughs> Shout out ster- steroidal <laughs> um hormones, right? Mm-hmm. I think peptides so. and what's the other one? Fuck, I can't remember. Um, but cholesterol is really important for a lot of hormones. Um, it's either the receptor or the transporter for those hormones, and um, that's why, you, like, uh, people that have like anorexia and bulimia and get super super lean have a lot of hormone issues, especially ladies. Where you, you, I, I know chicks that got so fucking lean um, from that type of stuff that it it fucks up their uh, hormones for the rest of their lives. Where, like, they can't get uh, boobs properly, and, like, their ovaries are fucked up, and all kinds of stuff. That's funny. And, and uh, hormones are tricky, you know? Like, sometimes they, yeah. they just doesn't pop back like that. Um, so, yeah. We just went on a tangent there. Yeah. That was, but, that was um, good, <laughs> So, like, I was going to ask you, like, why are you doing, like, 8 to 15 and say, like, not, like, lowers, like, 5s and 6s? Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm go to now. Oh, okay. Um, I'm. I'm gonna go more into some strength, uh, in the second phase, and then work on the aerobic capacity. Um, uh, so just slow and steady, uh, um, aerobic exercises. My swimming, my running, uh, and my cycling. And I think I'm gonna keep them pretty well split. And I don't think I'm going to do all of them all in one week because that was kind of challenging to do on top of lifting. So I'll do like maybe two a week and then kind of rotate them out uh, like in a cyclical fashion. Um, Like two weeks on, one week off with every discipline. Because it's hard because it's like it's hard enough just being a really good cyclist, you know. And it's hard enough just to be a good runner. You're trying to get good at three different things at one time it's like how do i prioritize this and you need to like look at like what's the um percentage of the race of time what's your what you're doing like by percentage wise the most amount of time you're doing is cycling so it's like should i focus on that the most but then i know like my 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 weak point probably is going to be my swimming 
but that's the smallest amount of time you're doing. Yeah. See, I'm, so it's like, I'm, what do I, what do I prioritize? What do I do? I'm it's thinking, all very challenging. I'm thinking a little bit the same because, like, obviously, I'm looking at that six month program, and then like maybe possibly you know actually doing it. And like they say, like work on your weakness. Like don't favor like when you're training, don't favor your strength. Like whatever mm -hmm. your weakness is, like that's gonna be your that's gonna be your limiting factor. Like. And that, at, least, at least in that, maybe not quite as much in like the race, because like you said, like swimming might be like the shortest amount of time. But like for me, running will probably be my strength. So like, I'm probably have to do like more pool time. Uh huh. Know? And yeah, so like exactly working on your weaknesses is important. So like I think I told you, I was doing um, swimming once a week, but I think I'm gonna bump it up to twice a week because um, I I know it's gonna be challenging, and uh, I just need to get better at it. Yeah. This is just what it is you know so um so that's kind of what it's going to be like for phase two and then uh phase three is the build phase so it's race specific stuff so like scenarios like transitions in between them distances uh intensities uh, which i'll be getting more into in the phase two and then courses and course profile so like if there's any kind of hills um in the cycling or the running phase or what like like pool swimming versus like uh, ocean swimming, you know, and then peak phase is the last one where you, you're kind of peaking and then you taper as you get close to the race and recover your body so you're primed and ready to go but aren't losing any of the benefits of what you've obtained the last three and a half months more or less. Um, so that's that's the plan, and then from there I don't know. I think I, I think I want to get into road racing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because the reason I got into the triathlons was the cycling. I just I just immediately like fell in love with the cycling, and I ordered a pretty legit bike. I think this is actually new. Did I tell you? I've been so I've been the bike. I mean, got it or you bought it? It's it's coming. Cause the problem is right now because of quarantine, um, gyms are closed, and so so many people are, have gone into cycling. Uh, like any bike, like two thousand and below, is just out out of stock, back ordered for like months you know so because so many people are getting into it every time i drive by jack's bicycles i think you were with me the other yeah, day, right? crazy. it was like it's like 20 deep people <laughs> <laughs> people waiting to get the bike fixed or like get a bike or whatever you know um so my bike's coming like mid-september i got if you know anything about cycling you probably don't but i got a specialized olay um it's pretty legit it was about 1300 bucks so a bit of an investment I ultimately I know eventually I'm not gonna be as into cardio and cycling in the future and I'm gonna get back on my lifting routine like I was. But I think cycling will always kind of be my cardio option. Cause it's so just nice. It's you you can just go out there, just chill, just take it nice and easy. It's low impact on your joints. I think the main reason I was avoiding cardio during that block of time right before quarantine when I was doing the hypertrophy training was I didn't want to I didn't want to swim because I I know swimming's challenging for me and then running is just going to put more pressure on my joints and I was already feeling that just from the lifting so um at least one day a week just low-key low ride just keep some kind of aerobic base because uh yeah when I started running at the beginning of quarantine before I found the cycling my aerobic base was just dog shit that's mine right now. Dog shit, dude. I was like, because I was trying to keep my, my heart rate at a certain level. I can't remember exactly. Probably like around 80% or so. And every time I'd get going, I, I wasn't even, I didn't feel like I was putting out that much effort, but my heart would jack up. 
super high, so I try and slow it down yeah, and like not, walk and try and keep it at a level base. Um, I'm so not yeah. looking forward to getting started either because I got I'm so detrained when it comes to cardio at the moment, so I'm not looking forward to the start. But yeah, just I mean, just take it slow, it. take it slow. Um, you know what I've been what I've been um, focusing on a lot recently is bioenergetics. And I've been really trying to focus on like work the rest ratios with hitting the different uh, energy systems. So you know, oftentimes we think of cardio as just like you know you're running and you just got to run for like 20 minutes straight and like or whatever, and that's that. But you know you can you can think about the work the rest ratios. You know, you, on here to work the oxidative system, you know you have to do at least like three minutes or more, and then you know they have a the highest work to rest ratio would be one to three so i mean that's pretty doable if you just run for a minute and then rest for three minutes you're probably more advanced than that i would i would hope so but you know and slowly work on that work to rest ratio instead of just going out there and just trying to you know just do it and then get like frustrated is look at it more uh, scientific approach yeah i'm a little bit concerned about that for like say if i do go on this like little six month program i'm thinking about doing it's like obviously like that's very like um like oxidative in nature mm-hmm. it's, a, it's mostly endurance training for the most part you know like swimming and running and then a little bit of other stuff like then that's still like muscular endurance per se like it's not like strength training um yeah. and then like how that will translate to like how i do in jujitsu at the same time as well Cause like I say like yeah, cause you're gonna need to explode. Yeah, and if I wanted to be training. the best I could at jujitsu, I wouldn't train like that per se. No, you know, no. But I want to do a lot of like power work. Yeah, like work on that phosphagen system, be able to explode, and get in positions or get out of positions. Yeah. So I think it's just gonna come down to a matter of like which one am I gonna prioritize? You know. Like, yeah. You know. Specificity. Yeah, exactly. So, it's always about that. Cause but I am thinking that like I'll still do better in jujitsu because like one I'll have like that an aerobic base, but also like I notice like. Towards the end of when I was, like, training at my gym um, before, like, the whole lockdown, like, that's right before I went and ran my marathon. Um, and that, that's when, like, I was, like, I had lost a bunch of weight because I was running all the time. And, like, that's probably, like, when I was, like my, my leanest. Like, I hit, like, 149 at one point, which is, like, super even leaner for me. Um, so, like, I, did, I could tell when I was rolling, like, my endurance was, like, like I just felt, like, no energy, you know? So, like, I'm, now that I've gained some weight and whatnot and, like, I've, I'm going to start doing some endurance training. Like I'm hoping that I'll still just, I'll have a higher, a better base to, to, you know, fall back on, um, to at least where I was before. Like I said, where I was at like super lightweight, um, low body fat percentage. Like I just didn't feel that great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I won't be like, like a, I won't be training. Like I'm a jujitsu athlete per se, but I think I'll still be better off than I was before. hundred percent. When I was doing There'll that. be some crossover. And still like, what I'm doing now, like, it's not as much as marathon training at any one time, you know? Like, it's all, sure. like, for the most part, you know, it's swim. It's just going to be really fucking hard for me. But, like, the runs, I think, max out, like, three miles or some shit like that. Maybe five. On the program? I, I think. Yeah, I don't think it, it, it's, like, that much long distance. To, like, maybe I could, maybe eight. What, what are they, like, when you go in, like, what do they test you on? Like, is it a mile run? Um, or, like, it's a, a mile, mile, mile and a half run, like, a 500-yard swim or some shit. Um, you have, like, a rut. Um, like jog slash, you know, like, that will, like carry shit on your back. No, no, not not for that. It's uh, pull ups, push ups, sit ups as well, and it's all like you have mm-hmm. you have a little bit of rest in between each one, and then you have to do the next one. Interesting. Okay, so muscular endurance and cardio. Yeah, and then so like, and then there's like minimums that you have to hit, 
Um, but if you're if you're not hitting the minimums, there's no shot. Cause, like they want you to kill the, like the minimums yeah. and get a competitive, like a really competitive score. Yeah, so like the push-ups are somewhere around like they want you to get like somewhere like like if you want to go in as an officer, 80, right? if you want no, if you want to be an officer um, and be like ultra competitive, like they want you to get around 90 push-ups. Wow. And I was like, dude, I want to see what these push-ups look like because like there's no way like these are like like the super strict push-ups. Like yeah, they must be like just below like the 40 like the like 45 degrees and like, yeah. Like, I want to see what, like, what they count as a push-up. Because, like, I can't see you doing, like, a all the way down, hold chest, you know, like, like that. No, no. 90 push-ups. Yeah, that would be challenging. So, we'll see. But, you we'll know see. what's weird is, like, to be, like, competitive, in quotations or whatever, as an officer, like, I feel like the physical requirements of it wouldn't be as important. Because, as an officer, you're more of, like, a leader, right? Yeah, but so, they want you to, like, lead from the front type shit with this. Like they they sure. want like, they don't want like the physical like side to be like they want that to be like the last thing like you're worried about like they want you to be like the elite leader physically as well yeah and, I mean and I then and then sense. show your leadership as a yeah group. but like also be like that much better than all the enlisted guys physically sure. and then also motivate and lead and whatnot too yeah so I, can, I mean that makes sense like you like the talk- I would say mentally and like problem solving and yeah all that kind of stuff would be take priority over like well, I think they how want, ma- who can do the most I push-ups. Think they, I think they want it all. Like I think they want both. Yeah, because, it like, the military. Like, so. like especially for like, that position, like that's a highly competitive position. Like there's a lot of people who want that, and sure. so like they can choose the best of the best because they don't have, you know, they can just say like, oh, we got what we need. Hundred percent. You know, so like, they don't have to take any slouches. So. Hundred percent. You know, what I was thinking about this. Technically, I don't think I could qualify for the military because I have asthma. Oh yeah. Because I, I remember I remember uh, it, it was either the Goggins podcast or has Tim Kennedy ever been on the Jerry? Yeah. It was one of them. And they were talking about how most American men couldn't even qualify physically mm-hmm. for... It's probably Tim Kennedy. Yeah. He likes talking shit. Yeah. yeah. He was like a majority of uh, of men, like whatever, like how old do you have to be? Like 16, 18? Well, you have to be 17 with your parents' signature and then 18 um, to sign by yourself. Sure. So let's just say 18 to fucking like whatever, 30. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like a majority of those people could not even qualify physically. I think I, if I trained specifically for it, I could meet the minimums. But like, yeah, I think because I have asthma, I technically couldn't even do it. Um, it depends. Like right now, probably yeah. But like, if you're in war, they like if it's wartime, they usually waive yeah. some of those some of those requirements. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I remember. You know the uh, selective service thing. SAS. Oh or, no, no. You know when you turn eighteen, is this like? Oh service yeah, yeah. Or, No, yeah, what's yeah. it called? I'm talking um, about. Yeah, I don't know why I just went directly to SAS, but yeah, like the selective service. When you turn eighteen, um, you have to like register, qualify. register for the draft. Or yeah, if there's yeah. a draft, it's like I'm pretty sure it's a law, right? Yeah. When you turn eighteen. Yeah. And I remember my mom was like, "No, don't sign up for that or whatever." I was like, "Mom, what are you talking about?" <laughs> like it's, I saw like I'm not going to the military. Like, yeah. You just, I think this is what you just have to do, you know, when yeah. you turn eighteen. Like it's a law. Uh, I thought that was funny. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, damn. What were we talking about? Just we gotta get on a hell of tangents here. Just training in general, like you know, specificity. You know? Yeah, specificity is very important because a lot of people just kind of just train. They just kind of work out. And they're just like, oh, I'm just trying to be healthy or whatever. But they never really get into specifically what they want to make happen. You know, and that's what makes and me like, really not interested in like some of fitness because most of it is for the general pop. Mm-hmm. And like general pop's just not very motivated or very 100%. specific. You know, like I like someone who has a goal and is like working towards that. Yeah, makes it makes it a lot more fun. So that's why I'm kind of excited about getting into triathlons because once I complete it, I can say I'm a 
triathlete, you know, mm-hmm. and then maybe I get into like some road races and do that. So then I can start working with those type of athletes. And those yeah. are the people that say like, I'm going to do a fucking triathlon, like not to toot my own horn, but like those, those are the people that are really driven and like yeah. want to make something happen, you know, or I want to get into cycling and like do a legit road race and compete against other people. So that's why I'm, I'm yeah, there's nothing casual about that. No, yeah. you're like, you're like, you don't just go out and do a triathlon, yeah. you know, yeah. unless you're like Burt Kreischer, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you just like went out and did a marathon, like zero training. Um, you know how long you finished in? No, I don't. It's probably like five and a half. No, more five, than that. It was six plus for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm sure we can look it up, but, um, cause what I've noticed is with like all the people on social media that I like to follow and uh, give good information and are well-respected in the fitness industry, kind of have a background where they really excelled in a particular sport, you know, whether it be Olympic lifting, powerlifting, um, jujitsu, fucking, um, specific sport. They're specialists, yeah. They're specialists. But then, I think I heard Brett Contreras talk about this. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Is yeah. where, like, you, you specialize in a particular thing and you get well-known as an expert in that and then people kind of assume that you generally are an ex, not an expert, but are a wise guy. A wise, yeah. <laughs> you you kind of know what you're talking about and everything kind of revolving around fitness. Breaking sure I said that, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I still don't really know what I want to like excel in, but I'm really like in this triathlon training right now, and I think it's something that f- physiologically I'm more suited towards than say powerlifting or bodybuilding or anything like that. And sports and athletics is kind of hard for me to get into a competitive level at my age. You know, I'm 22, about to be 23. I can't just like hop into acquire skills. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Like find a particular skill, like say basketball or baseball. Yeah. Even though I have some kind of a background in it, like that's not in the cards. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's kind of what I'm what I want to do because um, you know, I'm really trying to focus more on my personal personal but my personal training business uh specifically instead of having to rely on like a gym to bring in clients to me so branding i talked to this lady that i respect a lot and um she helps mentor a lot of people in the fitness industry she was like you really gotta focus on your brand and like when people like see you they think of like this yeah. like you're that you're that guy whether that whatever that may be like what your what your skill is, what you look like, how you carry yourself, or whatever. Like Goggins, yeah. he has that brand of like I'm the no nonsense, hard, hard, hard motherfucker. Yeah. Same as like Cameron Haynes, keep hammering. You know, yeah. like that's his thing. Or you know, there's countless different um, examples of that. So I'm trying to kind of figure that out as I go along. Um, is the branding of how I want to be portrayed? You know. Uh, and yeah, I don't know how I got on that tangent again, just a big tangent guy, just, just sending it. Like we said, we didn't prepare anything. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, what were we talking about? Fuck. I don't know. Um, specificity. Well, what was, what were we talking about right before we started? I was like, wait, save that. Let's just talk about it on the podcast. I don't know. I thought maybe we talked about now. I don't remember exactly. Fucking A. Training. Uh, don't go so far away. I want to make sure it sounds good. (laughs) Hey, um, there you go. There's a spike. Um, <laughs> training clients in general, I think. Like, oh, you know what? The story I was gonna tell you about one of my clients. So, um, little story time here. So I have this one client. I've been training her for 
over a year now. She's a real good client. Um, she always shows up. Sometimes, you know, she's tired or whatever. She doesn't put 100% effort, but she always shows up. She always gets work done. And she, you know, she's reached the goals that she wants to. She dropped a lot of weight. And not a lot, but, you know, where she wanted to be. And that was real positive. And then um, she ended, finished up my the contract through the Y. And so I was like, um, you know, we can re-sign through the Y. But I was like, I'd rather just kind of do it, you know, between you and me. She was like, I'm just going to take some time off from training. And have you ever heard of this challenge? The um, It's like the 75-day hard challenge or something? No. Let me make sure. It's something something hard challenge. 75-day hard? That sounds so, like a bad, I, like, Viagra thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 75-day 70, yeah, this is it, right? What is this I got here? Only program that can permanently change your life. Maybe this isn't it. Nope, this is it. Yeah, 75 day, 75 days straight. So she finished up her training. Uh, she wanted to take a break for whatever because she wanted to do this challenge. I was like, okay. So the, this challenge, it's, I mean... You'll start to notice right away what what's, what the problem is here. Uh, for 75 straight days, and if you fuck up, you got to restart from the start. Uh, follow a diet, zero cheat meals for the entire 75 days. Already red flag. Uh, work out two times a day for at least 45 minutes. One has to be outside for whatever reason. Drink a gallon of water per day. Read 10 pages of a nonfiction entrepreneurial book. <laughs> so strange. And then um, take progress pictures every single day. So that's what this challenge is, and she told me she was going to do this, and I already know her as being a person who can't really follow through on things. She does enough to reach somewhat of a goal, but like, I, I have her track all her foods and whatnot through this one app, I can't remember what it's called, but she would do it for like a week and then fall off for a day, and then completely fuck off for like two or three days, and then she, she'd lose it, and just... She'd either delete all the information on there or delete the app, whatever. And I talked to her and she was like, oh, yeah, I deleted it. And I told her this like multiple times, like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. The reason you collect data is so you can, in a month, look back at your information and be like, this is when I did good. This is when I did bad. You know, yeah. that's the whole reason. You <laughs> Hopefully you picked that up. <laughs> I say. So, so she's... <laughs> She's already known known to be uh, not follow through long term with things. So then she says she wants to do this seventy five day challenge, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> Josh is cracking that boy. So <laughs> the last okay, so I talked to her yesterday, but before that, the last day I talked to her was the twenty first, so I I left I let her be for ten days. Um, I was on vacation, mind you. So I wasn't trying to reach up, reach out to her that much. I was just you know kind of enjoying my time. But she said she wanted to come back when the Y opens back up, and I had got just gotten news that this upcoming Monday the Y is going to be open back up. So I let her know, and then she sends me this text like, I mean, just a brick of a text about how. She's 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 like losing it, like <laughs> she's crying. I, I hate to laugh, but like 
It's just like, what do you expect, you know? Yeah. Uh, she's been crying. She's, you know, eating pizza. And she doesn't even like pizza. And she's gained all this weight back. I'm like, 10 days. Sheesh. Can't be doing that. 10 days. And I leave her alone for 10 days. And this is what happens. Meanwhile, she was supposed to be doing this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that program sounds uh, like a gimme. Yeah. That's so stupid. It's just so, uh, some of the things are just so arbitrary, and then some of it's just like, you're not giving yourself any uh, wiggle room. It's like zero cheat meals. All right. Work out for two two days, two days, uh, or two times a day for 45 minutes. So like an hour and a half of working out every single day. That's not good. You need to rest this. And doing two a day is like, a two a day thing is like, maybe once a week, you do two a days. I mean, you don't but need to do e- even for like uh, just general population clients such as ourselves, you don't really need to do that. That's like if you're an athlete, you're in, yeah. you're in preseason, like trying to peak, you know. Um, yeah. So I just was like, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. It's too much. Yeah. So uh, thankfully, I was like, uh, you know, I didn't. I don't want. I don't want her to go through this, obviously. But a little bit in my mind was like, oh, this is kind of good because. Uh, I got my health coaching certification. So, you know, obviously what she needs at this point is not really training and, like, you need to work out and you need you just need to work on the basics, like stress management, getting a regular orderly nutritional plan, you know, because she's trying yeah. – oh, yeah, another thing, she's trying to be vegan and gluten-free. So she's just restricting herself so much. She just threw that in there just because? Well, yeah. she's been vegan for a while. Mm. But then she, I think she threw the gluten-free thing in there for whatever reason. Um, and I, You know, I don't think she eats dairy, too, because she says she doesn't like well, dairy. You can't so, really, right? What? If you're vegan, right? You can't, you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vegan's already dairy. Yeah, yeah. dairy-free. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Um, so what was it? Vegans. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> I think she might normally be vegetarian. Um, but, uh, well, it doesn't matter. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, so now I, like I have my health coaching certification. I really haven't been using it all that much cause it's kind of hard to, it's hard enough to, to market yourself as a trainer Yeah. and people kind of understand what that is already. But like yeah. when you say like health coaching, it's like, what, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's hard. Um, which I didn't really think of at the time. I was just like, I really enjoy this. Let me just send it. it. Yeah. And I guess I'll figure it out later. But I was like, this is kind of a good opportunity for me to, you know, I, I, I explained to her, like, you know, maybe we should stop with the training for a little while. We can, you know, I'm a health coach, so I can kind of direct you more in the right direction now with this. And don't worry about the working out stuff. And we can just focus on, you know, all those things I said earlier, nutrition, stress management. By no means am I, am I a nutritionist, but just like, she doesn't have the basics down, like, you know, just macronutrients vitamins, minerals, hydration, you know, all those, you know, simple things. I'm not trying to uh, give her a uh, a meal plan or whatever, you know. I don't have really the, what would be the word, the authority to do that. No. Um, even though a lot of trainers do do that. That's a mal, malpractice or yeah. Yeah, malpractice, I think. negligence, all those different things, you know. A bunch of them, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, see how that goes. I thought that was an interesting story for the pod. But there, I mean, there's just so many of those people like that out there. And I think, oh, another thing is the quarantine. You know, she said like, oh, I'm just tired of being in my house. It kind of feels like Groundhog Day. And and this is this is a big problem I have with 
them keeping things closed for so long, especially gyms, people are going literally insane. <laughs> Is you just yeah. you restrict people's um, behavior and actions so much, and you're. The idea behind all of this is to protect people and keep everyone safe, but you're not looking on the other side of it of the, what you're causing to so many people is just so much struggle, and you know a lot of people don't have a job, so they're mentally stressed out. Like, how am I gonna make money? And then like you're just in the house all day, so you're probably just snacking, eating dog shit all the time, and it's just this compound effect. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's it's bad. Like. You know, it's not good. I, I I was in that mind state like right at the beginning of this quarantine where I got the switch and I was just playing so many video games and you know I just couldn't like I was my sleep schedule was just dog shit. Um I don't want to get on a corona rant, but like, you know. Oh well, we know at a, yeah. <laughs> at a certain point it's just how much how much uh what's the word? shit how much <laughs> how much just are you gonna put on these people to keep people safe yeah when quotations. when uh you just yeah you, you're not you're not keeping people safe like I, I i forget what um podcast i heard this on but they were talking about in like a particular city um they're friends with the police officers there and they said they go to a suicide maybe once or twice a month and he said, like, that it's increased by, you know, 8 to 10, like, a week. Just in one particular city. I think that was, like, San Diego or Santa Cruz or Santa Barbara or something well, yeah, like, like that. Suicide hotlines are, like, full, too. Yeah. It's like you're, you're causing so much mental um, stress on people where you, they just can't even handle it. And, um, I mean, this country already is pretty poor at handling mental uh, illness and all those kind of things already, and then I, I can't. I mean, can we, did we talk about this last time with the AA meetings, the alcohol and stuff? You oh, know? You, like how you can't go to them, but you can so go to you know store. liquor stores and you can buy alcohol, and that's considered an essential business. But then uh, you can't get uh, AA meeting. You can't go to an AA meeting <laughs> and control your alcohol addiction. It's like what fucking wild that shit is going on around here. Yeah. You know, it's pretty insane. Um, that's it for that story. One on a little rant, as we a do. T- a tangent. A tangent. Some would say. <laughs> a tangent, if you will. Anyways, yeah, so, I wish, um, that was my one story. I wish I could remember what the other story was. You know? I don't fuck. remember. I was like, wait, wait, keep it for the podcast, remember? No. <laughs> We're sitting, remember? I feel like we mentioned it, I don't Did know. Did we? Not? Okay. We talked about a bunch of shit. Yeah. Ah, fuck, I don't know, dude. Um, okay. I mean, this has been four or six minutes. Yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like it hasn't been that long, but I don't know. No, you just cool. you just kind of send it. Yeah. Um, any I couldn't find any good current events really. The only the only big thing that's going on in current events wise is the strict curl contest. Uh, Larry Wheels is gonna do it, and then yeah, what, what's the football? Is? James Harrison. James Harrison. Uh, he said he he's gonna do it, so. World records are just getting flown out there. People trying to beat the strict curl world record. Who who do you think of all the people in the entire world? Who do you think would have the best shot at that? I don't even know all the people in the entire world. So. Well, like people, <laughs> 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 fuck up. <laughs> people that you know. Uh, who do you think would have the best shot? Um, who would have the best shot? 
Because I would go like with a strong man type say, like, guy. Probably, like moment arm. <laughs> oh shit! I thought you were gonna give me a serious answer. <laughs> Only like two people out there in the whole entire world know who Bump Arm is. Oh, oh shit! He's a dark horse, but <laughs> dark horse. <laughs> Uh yeah, moment arm. What a he's guy. a he's a kid from school. Um, yeah, no, I don't think he has a shot. No, okay. <laughs> Honestly, I would have said um, probably like Julius Maddox, the one, the guy that went for the um, bench press world record. Mm-hmm. He's a big boy. I think he uh, could have given a good whirl. Or honestly, Brian Shaw. He's a beast. I think uh, I think he can give it a good go. Any, anyone legit? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know nobody legit. What, what do you mean you don't know nobody? Fuck, I know. Any like big ass powerlifters or whatever? Do the most curls? I don't know. No, 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 not the most curls. The heaviest curl. Oh, the heaviest curl. It's a strict curl world record. Oh, sheesh. Um, if I know any of those big guys, I don't know. Fucking. You, you don't have a single person that should be like. What's Thor's name? Athar Bueller, yeah, Hathor Bueller, John. I don't know. Something like that. Ha- his yeah. first name's Hathor. That's why people call him Thor. Uh, even though he's he's uh, he's from Iceland, and Thor is Nordic, I believe. I Nord- so. a Nordic he's gun? from some Scandinavian country or some shit. One of those. Um. So yeah, dude. I don't know. I think that's all we got, honestly. Yeah, I think that's all we got for this one, uh, too. You know, if you're listening to this, check out my YouTube. I'll just plug that real quick. I've been going hard in the YouTube game. I have a few different series going on. Uh, one is my uh, triathlon vlog. So if you want to keep up with my triathlon training, i got to upload an episode soon, because that's about a minute. My other series is my uh, boot camp series, where I train my friends of all different skill levels and whatnot. I've done my friend Jeff. I did Bethany. I've done one episode with Miles. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you another story. Um, so I was. I'm trying to do the boot camp and train my friends for a week. And so I was like, Oh, Miles would be good because he doesn't really work out that much. So like, you know, it'll be funny. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, I actually, you know, he. I don't know if you remember, but he actually kind of mentioned this. But through the why, when we were making a lot of videos, whatever, he's like, Oh, you should. You guys should either me or you or both of us train him and like. It'll just be funny because he doesn't work out a lot. You remember that or no? Mm. I remember. I can't remember if he said you or said it to you or just maybe me. And I was like, at the time, I was like, no, nah, because like the why is gonna be all whatever about it. Like it's not very educational. It'd be more for fun for us, you know. And I kind of just put it away. But now with uh, the gym being closed and my clients being minimal, I have a lot of free time. So I was like, let me just do this. And so I'll train him for a week and then. But not every day, like three to four times throughout the week. And then just uh, based on their fitness level and their goals and maybe any kind of like sports backgrounds they have, I'll program a workout. Every every workout will be a different on uh, different um, workouts to to help with their goals and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I did, uh, I did my friend Jeff, I did Bethany, I did like a soccer one with Bethany. And then with Miles, yeah. So I did the first one before I left for my vacation. I had it. I had set out. We did Monday. 
Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, I had to set out. It was beginning of last week. I was like, we'll do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we'll be done. I did the first one Monday. We went to a park. We did like a circuit type workout, you know? And so I'm like, okay, it was good. He like died. We didn't even finish it actually. Mm-hmm. Like I had to cut out like the last part of it, like the finisher. We just did the circuit. We did like four rounds through. And then um, the, so then I was like, okay, Wednesday good. We'll do Wednesday and Friday and we'll finish it up. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. And then so Wednesday, Wednesday rolls around. And that morning, I'm like, hey, so what time are you free today? Uh, I was like, I know he's not working, so he's probably free the whole day. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. he's like, ah, like, uh, can we do uh, Friday? I'm like, he didn't give any excuse at all, but I, I knew he was probably hurting, you know? <laughs> I, I, yeah. know I know he was hurting. Yeah. He was not feeling it. I was like, ah, that fucking is annoying, because I'm leaving on Sunday, so we'll be able to do one more, and then I have to do the next one when I come back. Yeah. So then Monday rolls around, and then he's like, again, just like, I can't. I'm like, well, fuck, we got it. I told him, I was like, now we got to do both of them when I come back. He's like, okay. I, I was like, I can't <laughs> tell if he's, if he's like that, like fucked up from it. Like, he's like scared to go back, or yeah. he's just trying to blow me off. But I was like, <laughs> bro, come on. That's funny. But yeah, he was, you should have seen him. I'll, once I put the video together, I'll, I'll send it to you. All he right, was, so. you should, uh, I was trying to teach him how to swing a kettlebell. It was it was tough. Dude, it's funny that. Was oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so close to commenting. I was like, because I know Christina, uh, she runs the social media, uh-huh. and I'm tight with her. So I was like, because at first I was like, maybe they'll probably just delete it, you know, if I said some stupid shit. Like, oh, your comment? Yeah, I was gonna be like, hey, let me let me show how to th- do a swing. She's, <laughs> she's obviously never done one before. No. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna comment something like that, but I was like, ah, they're gonna delete it. That was literally then, a squat with a front raise. Yeah, it's basically what it was, right? <laughs> it's like, it's crazy how people like just don't know how, like movements at all. No. Yeah. I was with one of my clients over at Liberty Park, and um, there was there was actually two other sessions going on. I think the park is just where it's at for personal trainers right now. And there was this one guy with this really hot chick. I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Uh, and yeah. Spits for sure. I still I still don't really know what that means, but spits, yeah. bro, spits. Yeah, I know, but like also I don't. <laughs> um, and you should have seen him trying to like, you know, you know the trainers that like are all like touching people and like trying to move them while yeah. they're moving, and I just have obviously have no concept of like cues or like yeah. breaking down the movement or whatever. And it was just so it was piss poor. I was like, bro, how old was the trainer? Early twenties, mm. at least. It was just like, yeah. Like early twenties, couldn't have been more than like twenty five. And the chick was hot. So hot. Damn shame. I know. I was I was so fucking upset. I was just like, I'm over here just <laughs> giving it my all, you know. And I'm just like, <laughs> I actually know what the fuck I'm talking about, you know. Oh. And I'm uh, just uh, related to that. Huh. Circle back real quick. At the bay when I hit my head, there was a super hot chick there. Yeah. Right. My buddy was giving me shit to go talk to her. Right? Yeah. Like, I was almost had to drink enough to do it. Right. Yeah. And then, like, cause, like, the bitch was looking, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know what we're playing here, all right? And I was getting my spike ball in, you know, making big plays, you know, 100%. doing my thing. Sure and she then, was impressed. And then, oh, for sure, bro. And then I come out, done hit my head, and I was walking <laughs> out, and, like, no shit. Like, I was, like, punch drunk or some shit. And I was like, I am not speaking to this female. Like, I was low-key nauseous. Yeah. So I was like, dude, I don't even know if I can say my ABCs right, <laughs> right now. Like, I'm for sure not talking to her now. Yeah, yeah. 
So if I ever see you again, all right, it's raps for you. But I know it's, what you it's mean. A rap. <laughs> yeah, it's a rap. Um, uh, yeah, that's just that's tough. Yeah, <laughs> fucking nearly knock yourself out. Yeah, you can't talk to a yeah. chick now. I was like, oh shit, I definitely ain't put my best foot forward now. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. So that frustrated me. Fuck. Um. So, anyways, we're talking about. Uh. Oh yeah, the YouTube series. So the boot camp. Hit me up if you want to be on the boot camp. You want to be on the boot camp? Oh, yeah. See you? <laughs> we can do the uh, six-month training thing if you want to lead me through that. We can do like a run, swim, pull-up workout or some shit. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, the boot camp, and then what's my last one? Oh, yeah, the workout breakdown. Um, because we talked about it a lot. I, th- I think we talked about it on here. Um, it's just like the shitty-ass programming um, that you'll get on like Instagram or YouTube. From like these big uh, businesses, like fitness businesses, um, you know, just like the lowest common denominator stuff, like Pop Sugar. I can come out with that one. For my for my research, that one's a big one. It's atrocious. Like like a lot of like Pilates type um, accounts where their their workouts are just complete dog shit. Like it's just it's so bad. From like the biomechanics, the the order of exercises, um, the cues, all of this just terrible, you know? So, some are good. Some are good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know uh, Jordan Burroughs? He's yeah, a wrestler. I do, yeah. The um, gold medal winning uh, wrestler. Like, he had, he had like, a workout with his, um, with his trainer. He was a wrestling uh, coach at some big, big-ass um, college. I can't remember. But they, they did a workout. It was it was like an like a wrestling specific workout. And that one was real good. Um, so I do you know I do some shitty ones. I do some good ones. But it's all constructive to kind of I'm not just I'm not just like dogging on them constantly. I'll acknowledge the good stuff they did and then explain what they did wrong and how you could fix it in regards to the programming and um, with the bioenergetics, the the movements and uh, all that good stuff. So I like doing that. And then um, I think another one I want to start doing is like a, a program design where I like do a program design. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first one I was going to do is like hypertrophy. I've already got it kind of, I'm starting to write it out right now in like a, like a, what would you call this? A Google, Google slide thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the YouTube going hard on that. Shout out, to, right shout out to my YouTube. Oh yeah, I saw you did that. For, uh, oh yeah, I posted my little for Snapchat. The, for the whatchamacallit, yeah. right? Yeah. For the internship? Yeah. <laughs> so you put like, oh, you hit me up if you want it? You're trying mm-hmm. to sell it to people? Or no, what? I just said give it away. I gave, oh, okay. I gave it to some, a couple people. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I really enjoy programming. Uh, it's Honestly, I've been I've been trying to look for a lot of jobs, like on Indeed and stuff, for just like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know where, like, what kind of company would be looking for that, but like, fitness program design i've been looking a lot but it's kind of hard to find yeah um where it's mostly just like some online stuff and i just you know you know what we right. should do dude is uh-huh. do do um and like i thought about it before but like we should just like because home gyms are becoming real popular and shit yeah so like, we should just film like home workout videos and just explain well dog that's what i was trying to do fucking when we started this podcast is like collab type stuff and we post it on our Performance Academy podcast. Yeah, I know. I should totally page. I should hit my buddy up again and see if he can 
I just gotta start working out again. But yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, your friend. Um, it's uh, Bunma's. Yeah, uh, Bunma. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he makes some really good stuff. So like, or we, we. I mean, sometimes it's hard to work with Miles. Do another thing with Miles is. Um, he was so concerned about the shot and like yeah. Well, the my buddy audio. Matt just says like his quality is just super good. Yeah, too. my buddy like because he's into it. Like so, he has good stuff. Like uh-huh. he, he's into it, so he buys good stuff like the yeah. technology. And also, he's into it, so like he produces good shit too. Yeah, that would be yeah. a good idea. We so, should we should do that because yeah. I mean I've been I've been I just I'm really like working on the the Gary V type thing. Just putting out content, you know, yeah. and just like putting information out there and like the like I said the branding part of it. Um, it's, I feel like it's just all kind of about, about word of mouth, especially with personal training. Is if someone sees you put out good content, or they say they just do a session with you, and they want to speak. Oh, that was that was the thing I was talking about. Is uh, Ethan? So I was working with him, and then his girlfriend. He was like, "Oh, oh, my girlfriend wants to do it too." Mm-hmm. And like that's what I was really lacking at the why is I wasn't doing any kind of um, referral type program, you know? Yeah. I was just getting fresh clients thrown at me, and I'd hit on some of, a good amount of them, and then, you know, but, I, but there was no type of referral program through the Y. So there was no incentive to be like, hey, you like working out with me. Um, you should tell your friends, your family, whatever, to come and work out with Sue. But there was no, there was no reason really for me to do that and then also there was no incentive for the client like they didn't get anything out of it you know yeah and i remember i remember talking to irby about it i was like why don't we do that like you get a free session or whatever it is you know i I remember bringing that up but i just never really followed through with it but already that's been a big thing is yeah with ethan he referred because you know we had trained for a few weeks and had been going good he's like hey um my my um my girlfriend wants to do it too i was like oh bet and then um, I just worked out with my friend Tessa. We did the boxing thing. That's right. That's what, that's what we're going to talk about. Uh-huh. I, I posted it on uh, my Insta. With, you know, I was doing my boot camp thing with my friend Jeff. And I just decided, oh, hey, we should do like a cardio kickboxing type workout as one of his three workouts. And I just posted a picture on there. Uh, and then she was like in the comments like, oh, tra- training because she's done cardio kickboxing. But gyms have been closed, so she can't really do it. Or it'd been working out in the alley, but it's just like it's kind of sketchy, you know, mm-hmm. in the alley. Gems are trying to do the best they can, you know, but some are better than others, you know. So she was like, "Oh, train me." I was like, "Oh, sweet." And then um, she she was like, "Oh yeah, my uh, other friend. Uh, you actually, you know, me, me today, right? You know, you know yeah, Maya. Yeah, yeah I do. they're all friends. Maya. Yeah. I don't know if you know Tessa." I don't know about Tessa, but I met dogs. I think once. Yeah. I think. So they're all friends. Tessa, Mikte, and Maya, and. Mikte was like, oh, yeah, um, tell me how your session with Zach goes, and I might sign up with him to train. I'm like, bet, right there. That's another fucking, <laughs> yeah. that's another client right there. Because, yeah. you know, I did a good job. She liked it. I didn't even charge her for the first session. I was like, this is like an orientation type session. So I just did some assessments, some cardio assessments, some um, overhead squat assessment, whatever, you know, worked uh, on some flexibility, did the workout or whatever. Didn't even charge her. I was like, you, you know, you can uh, pay me for the next one and then it went well so then boom there you go so like more of the story is uh the referral thing through personal training is just so important and that's something i was lacking a lot uh through the why uh so yeah that's another story there for you right um, 
That's a good one. Josh, Josh is like, I'm fucking up with this shit. <laughs> yeah, at a minute two, I get tired, and we're at a minute, a minute <laughs> a three. A minute two, that's it? Yeah. Or right, an hour or two, I mean, my bad. But yeah. Or yeah, an hour or two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's all we got. We didn't really have a topic today. We had one current event, but you know. Covered some good stuff. Damn. Damn. This is my <laughs> second one. Dude, but... your voice has never cracked, except we're on the podcast. I know. I'm going to have to go back and delete that part. <laughs> <laughs> cut it out yeah um all right perfect hopefully this one actually gets posted relatively soon we're gonna do that right now hopefully yep we'll wait for frank to get here um yeah that's it thanks for all, uh, listening to the performance academy podcast this has been zach and josh peace that's, out there guys i gotta hear that fucking voice clip